0: Greetings, troubled listeners! Welcome back to the Troubled Man Podcast. I am Renee Coleman once again back in Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge, the heart of the Empire. Oh yeah! Sitting with my co-host, the original Troubled Man for Troubled Times, That's me. and future mayor of New Orleans, yeah. Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome, Manny. Hey,
1: man. What hey. is going on?
0: Not too much, man. I haven't seen you in forever. It's been a month. It's been a month? It's been a month since we really? saw you, since we did one of these. Yes, I've been all over the place. I, I had to even think of wh- what I had done since I had seen you. was uh, What did you do? Well, what did I do? So uh, I was uh, up in the Northeast, went up, played New York City, Boston, D.C., all the major metropolitan areas up there. Um, here to report back that uh, the live music scene is back, Manny. It's back oh, in a yeah. big way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh, had, uh, okay. had had packed houses, had uh, standing ovations. People were thirsty for the old iguanas, and
1: uh, well, that's it. That's what they got—the old iguanas. Well, you guys are pretty old.
0: right? Well, and we are. Crowd is pretty old. We, too, we are right? the age we are. Yes, yeah. uh, I hey, meant that. In, do you, in, uh, you give discounts to the seniors? Uh, well, um, you know, we uh,
1: we're
0: we're all. Uh, it's kind of a pay one price operation. What so. about like
1: in, in merch? Do you give any discounts
0: for the merch um, if they uh, can no, show but, uh, their
1: AARP but, cards? Uh, no,
0: no. But I am carrying uh, some some extra. Uh, 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 three X's when I go up into uh, certain regions. Uh, oh, go triple into the, X t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and panties, f- right? A few X's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure.
2: Yeah. Well, that's great.
1: You, your crowd gets to see you one last time. <laughs> you
2: know,
1: before uh, their Obamacare runs out. You know, <laughs> well, if they have
0: Obamacare. Well, let's hope so. You let's ho- hope it's all kicking well, that's in. that's So, yeah. So, so, we were up, up there at uh, Rochester, the Lilac Festival. It's a one park. It's Totally filled with lilac trees, so uh, something. I don't, something to I don't see. know what
1: a lilac tree looks like. Uh, I'd
0: never seen one either, yeah. but uh, it's a tree. They have a lot of small. I guess flowers. I'll Google image it. There you go. See, there you
1: see go. what They're a lilac look tree looks fragrant. like. Quite
0: fragrant. So uh, are that was, they? That was something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, so
1: that fragrance is good because it ta- it it it's, it goes over the adult diapers <laughs> that's in your crowd. And right? this was
0: a, a festival that had a wide range of people. At that. Oh really? It was uh, yes, a daytime festival they had up there in Rock. Uh, they Rochester. have to have
1: it at daytime because they all have to be at the home by ten, right? Sure,
0: sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you had a good time. Anything exciting happened? Well, you know,
0: I got to say there was there was uh, some thrills and chills on the way up there. The very first day we left New Orleans, I was driving and. Uh, we wound up limping into three different AutoZone auto parts places with dying batteries, where in each of those uh, instances, I thought for sure we were about to die on the side of the highway. You know, the car was going to die, and we would just be stuck there. But each time we limped in, we finally made it into the third one in Alabama and determined that it was the alternator that was bad. And this... So wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. Uh You went to two different ones before the third one. What did they do at those auto zones? at the. give you a jump?
0: At the first one, they said, well, this uh, battery is no good that you have in here, Uh so here's a new battery. Uh But on the way to putting it in, they dropped it (laughs) on On the ground. On the ground. Uh And, uh, And then when that one turned out to not... To, to run out very quickly. They weren't sure if, well, the battery was damaged in the fall or, you know, you had some other problems. So they put a second new battery in. Now, when that one uh, drained down in, in a matter of, you know, uh, half an hour or something, we knew it has to be the alternator. Yeah. So getting to the third place, uh, found a guy who put the alternator in for us. When, oh. we, when we tried to give him $100, he tried to turn it down. He said that wouldn't be necessary, even though it's like a $400 job to turn he that thing over. He did this at over. the auto zone? He did this in the parking lot of the AutoZone. It just wow. goes to show you, man, there's good people out there. And look, if, if I had to guess which way that guy voted, probably didn't vote the same way that me and the rest of the Iguanas voted in the, the last national election. But uh, he didn't ask any of that. He, he saw we were in and trouble. And he didn't and take he, 100 bucks. It, from it, we, Well, we, we insisted. We said, come on, man, we really appreciate this. Uh, just, just take this. The Kid was uh, graduated from college the next day and about to get married, so he had his, his whole young life ahead of him. But uh, so
1: he graduated from high school or college.
0: He's graduating from college.
1: And he working at an AutoZone. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's yeah. a enterprising young man. Anyway, so there's good people out okay. there, man. That, that uh,
1: So instead of the money, uh, you had sex with him.
0: Well, sure. I mean, okay. that was that was kind of a given. You know, that was just the a, whole band. It was just a, well, just me. But uh, that was the price of admission. revving up
1: that alternator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that happened in Alabama. Things like that happen in Alabama. It's,
0: it's, it's a good state yeah. for that to happen in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, so, uh, so we made it back here. I, I, I was trying to do a podcast, but you were occupied last week. I was occupied. You had uh, many exciting things. So your daughter uh, graduated from high school. Congratulations. Yes, she did.
1: Yeah, she graduated high school. And the best thing about it, about her graduating is that now I don't have to see any of these other parents again for the uh, rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, these fucking people, man. Uh,
0: now, know. do you think they are uh, similarly relieved as as you? To I hope so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I would hope so. But yeah, she graduated and... Uh, It was a good thing, and uh, there was a lot of graduations that went on this past few weeks, and some are still going on, but the greatest thing I thought, this is typical of this fucking city, is that uh, there was a pre-K graduation Hmm. where people were caught bringing guns to this graduation. Okay. Did you hear about this? No,
0: I did not. Yes,
1: people were caught bringing guns to a pre-K graduation. These are three and four-year-old kids they need protection I guess these kids I have no or idea the
0: parents need protection yeah. from
1: them uh, you know, uh, <laughs> so that's kind of crazy going nuts
2: mm.
0: and, holy moly. Uh,
1: but yeah it was a good time uh, um, <laughs>
3: who caught them and how did this uh, transpire I
1: think one of the pre-k teachers or the administrators you know or you know, or I think maybe one of them whipped it out, you know, because it's <laughs> so like brandishing. Yeah, it was like yeah, we're celebrating. <laughs> and boom, 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 <laughs> up in shoot the air like the Fourth like of a- July or something like <laughs> okay. that. Okay, Yosemite you Sam. Know. Yeah, shoot. but they seem like good people. I don't know, you know. I think yeah. they knew the guy who helped your van out. I think I have no uh, okay. idea. Okay, uh, but yeah, so it's over. She's graduated, uh, you know, and uh, and that was the funniest thing. Uh, you mentioned this, I think, a couple years ago. And all these parents were mentioning it to me uh, at the graduation. It's like, oh, uh, uh, we're empty nesters now. It's like, well, wait a minute. I'm still in the nest. How is it empty? (laughs) They kept bringing this up, all these people. It's like, well, wait a minute. You're still in the nest. It's not empty. You and your wife, it's still there. I'm the one who made the nest for this kid, and now she's leaving, but I'm still in the nest. So how can it be empty? Okay. You know? I don't understand that right, phrase right. at all. So Whatever. let's
3: decorate the nest and have a good time.
1: Well, yeah, my mm-hmm. my nest has been
0: decorated. Yeah, yeah. I guess you yeah. initially made the nest for yourself. It wasn't for the child, and well, child yeah. I've came always along. I've
1: always had my own nest, right? <laughs> you know, with uh, my wife or with other people, I've had uh-huh. nests, sure. And uh, I don't. I just don't get that. I don't get okay. that.
0: Did Did you push back when people said that to you? Yeah, I did. I uh-huh. go. I don't get it. What, what are you talking about?
1: Well, the girl's leaving. It was like, I'm still in
0: the nest. Uh, did that make an impression on anybody? Yeah, it did. Oh, okay. He's like, right. well,
1: maybe you have some. Uh, yeah, you got a point there, Manny. And then they walked away. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As usual, they just walked away from me. But um, so yeah, it was a good time. Uh, it was over at the the UNO uh, uh, arena.
0: Mm-hmm. And. Um, now, did they have enough uh, space there? Did they allot enough space? Because I, I remember when one of my kids graduated from, from school, as big as the arena was, they only allowed us to use uh, some certain section of it, and there was actually some people getting pushed out of shape about not not being able to uh, well, get a seat.
1: everyone got 12 tickets. Okay. And we... We just gave ours. <laughs> we, yeah, so you we, didn't, have no, to, no, didn't have 12 people. No, we didn't have 12 people. But it was kind of like my high school graduation. My high school graduation, you know, her graduating class, about 135, 40 people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: My, I went to an L.A. public high school in Los Angeles. My graduating class was 450 people. Right, Huge. So we didn't have time for all the awards ceremony and all that stuff that like they did at her school and stuff like that. But I remember... The whole ceremony, it was about a two-hour ceremony. My best friend at the time, who was a junior, Dick Rude, mm-hmm. was just screaming my name the whole ceremony. People are speaking. There's the dean speaking. <laughs> I could just hear way up in the nosebleed section, Manners,
4: Jesus! Manor!
1: And it was the most hilarious thing. And then when I went to get my diploma, which wasn't a real diploma because they have to mail it to you, I, uh, I had uh, me and a buddy of mine had some champagne, and I, they gave you a rose and the fake diploma. And I bit the rose and I spit it up in the air, and my grandfather was so fucking happy. He was just like scree- He started screaming, "Contreras," uh-huh. which means rebel, <laughs> rebel. Yeah, he liked it. He loved it so much. But then uh, at the end of the ceremony, two days later, I got a, a letter in the mail saying that I wasn't going to get my diploma until I apologized.
0: Okay, so well. I had to apologize to the oh, principal and all, right. all that stuff. You all know. right, but you got politics your- as always, man. Yeah, yeah, you got your moment in the sun there. Yeah, it so. was great. All right. You know, okay.
1: I, nice. what did I care? You
0: know? Sure, sure, sure.
1: I didn't go. You know, the thing is, like my daughter went to all the dances, the proms. I didn't do any of that in high school. I didn't right. go to one dance. I didn't go to one prom. I didn't go to one homecoming. None of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any of that.
0: Right, but you had other activities. You were going to punk rock shows. I and, was going uh, to punk rock
1: shows, and I was trying to. I was trying to get laid. Sure, basically yeah, trying to date. Yeah, I yes. was trying to date and do all that good stuff that kids should be doing. You know,
0: right? You Are know. kids still doing that? I hope they're still going no, to punk no, rock shows and they, trying I to date. I think they're just busy doing this. Oh, with their phones, yeah, looking with, with their phones. phones. Oh well, the
1: whole new pollution oh, that well. we have the phone to technology. But anyway, uh so you're back in town. I, I'm
0: back. Uh, I want to uh, so I, I just came back yesterday from the uh the Big Island Jazz and Blues Festival. I was, oh. uh, I was uh, over there in, in on Catalina the, on the, Island, on the, right? The Big Island. <laughs> That's the Big Island. <laughs> uh, Cat Island. Oh, Cat no, Island. No, no, uh, it's uh the Big Island in Hawaii. There at the, oh, the, the right. Mauna Kea Resort there right. with a bunch of former guests Jason Ritchie. Uh, uh, Donald Harrison, uh, Johnny Sansone. Donald
1: Harrison. Donald he was Harrison. A guest?
0: No, no, no. He uh, was uh, he was he was not ever. a guest, but uh, but uh, other people. Johnny Johnny Sansone. He was a guest. Jason Mingledorf. He was over there. as now, well Now, were
1: you there for NCSI Hawaii?
0: No, no, I was there playing a jazz festival. Oh, uh, okay. There, uh, we had had th- three days of of jazz festival activities over there. Um, Steve Teray from the Saturday Night Live band uh, was, was there with the, the the conch shells playing them. That was uh, Steve Teray. Yeah, he's a trombone player that plays uh, the Saturday Night Live band. Uh, he was there know. as well. Yeah. It's, anyway, I um, but I got to say, we, we flew United Airlines over there. God, man! United Airlines is is like the equivalent of a second class bus in Mexico these days. <laughs> I, I I expected to see uh, people with chickens and and a cardboard box with a rope tied around it.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, air, they say air travel is pretty much the bottom of the barrel. You might as well just get in your car and go. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't I don't feel like going anywhere anytime soon. No. On a plane.
0: No, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, no, I okay. don't
1: want to get on a plane. I'll take a road trip maybe to my backyard. I don't know. <laughs> okay. but, um, but let me ask you a question. Yes. Uh, you, you had a good time in Hawaii. Now, do you surf?
0: Uh, I, I snorkeled. I don't surf. I you, did you snorkel, snorkel a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Now, what's there to see down there?
0: Uh, some turtles some fish, you know, some parrotfish.
1: Now, when you snorkel, so you go deep underwater with a snorkel. So how are you breathing? You no, no, no. Breath? I
0: just stay right on the surface. Oh, you stay You'll right just on the look surface. down. Because you
1: know. I know people who can snorkel under the water.
0: Yeah, it's not me. I don't even like to put my head under the water in the in the in the tub. Why is that? Know? I just don't don't like the, that. So sensation. how can
1: you see anything if you're not putting you're your head putting under? Just put your
0: your face in. Oh, you, you don't want ma- to get your lovely hair on. wet. Is that? I don't it? want to get it uh, in my ears. You know, it's just I, I I'd rather your
1: hair gets in your ears. No, the water. Water gets in your ears. Uh,
0: you know, it, it's okay. I can deal with it, but I, I don't need to dive under the surface. I can see plenty from uh, from the top. All right. Anyway I, anyway, I do know some people will dive down, but that's the people that are better swimmers than me. I just oh, I'm a think. very good swimmer. Are you? Yes. I'm okay. A very so, good. so have you ever gone snorkeling and not um, in a Big Island? No, uh, but somewhere like oh. on, a, on a reef or something.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I've done the snorkeling. And I get down in deep. Oh, really? I get down and deep and dirty.
0: Okay. <laughs> That's what I do. I've <laughs> okay. been known for that. All right. I'd like to see you swimming with, with a set of uh, of, of, of uh, goggles. I'm not just on talking them.
1: about swimming either, Renee. Okay. <laughs> All right? Okay, Manny. <laughs> but, uh, so, see, a lot of things have gone on in my neighborhood.
0: Okay. Let's let's get to
3: it before well, we get to our guest here. Well, she's waiting patiently. Uh,
1: well, she's welcome to join Oh, her. I know. I know.
3: I told her. You yeah, can yeah. talk. I, I was going to say that. I am a a diving snorkeler myself are you oh yeah
0: are you a strong swimmer i am okay how how did you have that uh, strong swimming background just took to it naturally or you grew up around the water
3: you know on the road as a little one in the motel uh in the motels, I would get swimming lessons in the pool okay at an early age and that right. was my thing just throw it?
1: you in. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit Yeah <laughs> Okay
3: And uh, You know um, I was part of a Shark attack In In Maui Really mm, Yeah Wow So you me. and a bunch of people
1: Attacked a shark Exactly Ferociously Cool ate the whole thing oh, Shark yeah. is good Tastes like chicken sure, I like shark I've had shark Yeah Very good
3: well the real story is uh, that was a lie. Uh, actually. Okay. <laughs> no, it No, really? It, it it attacked my mother. Really? God damn it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Huh,
0: serious uh, serious attack. I uh, hope she was all right.
3: It she was. That's why it's uh that's why it's a uh, an anecdote and not a tragedy. Ah, uh, okay. She was actually fine somehow. But um yeah, a a 16 foot tiger shark. Uh, Holy moly. We were just off the coast uh, and I was in a kayak, and an old friend of ours also, who had been a medic in Vietnam, and was teaching me to kayak, and we all went out, and Mom was swimming, and, uh, and uh, he had just shown me how to do the move where you go really fast, and I looked to my right, and I saw my mother fly out of the water, and we were about a quarter mile off the coast, And I thought, well, she can't be standing on coral. And my brain said, shark. And I thought, no, it can't be. (laughs) And then I saw him booking over there with the the, the, the move he just taught me. And I thought, oh, God, maybe. And then, um, yeah, he he put her up on the back of his kayak and told me to hit the shark on the nose if it came back. And uh, we went in. And, uh, you know, I should have... A, a bloody back, and we got to shore and got to the emergency room. Mm.
0: So she was in the water, like just uh, swimming around. She in was the water? swimming around. and We oh, were in boats. Holy cow!
3: Yeah, so we could go get her. I was fortunate because she and I were going to go out together, just swimming, yeah. and then not just out of the blue, he showed up and wanted to give us give give me a kayak lesson. So oh man, we were lucky that day. And then we got to the emergency room, and there were all these reporters because. You know, shark tacks are a big deal in Hawaii. Uh Everyone's interested. And uh, so anyway, uh, she went into surgery. We have this incredible picture because it looks like a Caravaggio painting all dark and light with the, you know, material and everything. And we thought originally that the shark bit her twice because she had had it on her upper back and on her hip. And then we saw the actual picture, and it was the outline of the shark's jaw. Just
0: one big set of one jaws? One big 15-footer, wow.
3: oh, yeah. Yeah. Cow. Now, did your mom ever
1: go back in the water? Well, absolutely. She did? Oh, yeah. Okay.
3: She got a, a dolphin um, tattooed over the scar, and uh, yeah, is still an avid snorkeler as as are we all. Okay. Well, well, speaking of how others, often do you yeah. get hit by lightning. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. She figured she was again. she was not
0: due. Yeah, yeah. She she'd had her one shark attack, right?
3: right. Well, there's a famous. Well, my dad is was quoted in the paper. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, okay. Let me just tell you what happened to her. Like her side of the story is that, you know, not the shark side. Not the shark side. <laughs> okay. I mean. He's, the shark wasn't available for comment but right. but uh she felt like she got hit you know like hit but what what the sharks do is they they bite and then they release and then they swim away and let you bleed out and then they come back oh, that's kind of how they run their game yeah oh. you know, i mean sharks <laughs> well yeah, they do have a name for yeah. being sharks so i don't know he was just doing his meant to do or she was but right, right. anyway um but, but, but mom it, felt
1: th- but if the more blood goes in the water doesn't it attract more sharks
3: i don't know how they work that out they maybe they just then they fight each other and until they get yeah, to the actual yeah, meal but we're talking about my mother now so let's let, okay. let's leave that painful idea okay yeah, yeah and yeah, let yeah. me tell you what what, what she experienced was uh-huh. it bitter And then it circled around and they stared at each other for about three seconds and then it swam away and my dad was quoted (laughs) as saying that Henry, my mother's name is Henrietta but everyone calls her Henry, Uh that uh, Henry had given the shark the look. (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was also familiar with that look. <laughs> your
0: father knew the look that, that she gave this would,
3: would would split. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. nice, Well,
1: mothers, are you were you in town for Mother's Day?
0: I was not in town for Mother's so Day. So did you
1: call your mom? I did
0: call my mom. Yeah. Yes.
1: And what, did she say she loved you? She
0: does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah when I said that to my Father's mom. Father's Day's in a couple weeks. I know, whatever, I know. So. <laughs> Don't expect I that. I think I'm going to be here for that, actually. Oh, okay. I'm going to be in town, so uh, you know, I'll have to uh, just just say it silently. Do you have
1: any great Mother's Day's memories? Do you have any?
0: Um, uh,
1: the only memory I have of Mother's really. Day when my mom was still alive mm-hmm. and we'd have these big deals and stuff like that is the fondest memory I have of Mother's Day is that my mom, I learned that my mom can't take a punch. So <laughs> that, uh, that's probably my biggest Mother's Day thing. You okay. know, she, a, she couldn't take a punch.
0: It's good to, good to find that out early. You yeah. Know, just cause, um, uh, so you don't, you don't, don't ask her to, uh, to, to back you up.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And while you were gone, I wanted to bring this up. While you were gone, uh, mm-hmm. you know... I don't know, uh, do I come off as an asshole or something? You just met me like 20 minutes ago. Do you you think I'm an asshole or anything like that? Because about three weeks ago, (laughs) I'm leaving to work around 7.30 in the morning, walking off my porch, and there's a a dog walker. And the dog's not on a leash. And I'm I'm halfway down my steps, and this dog comes running up, and I go, back off fucking dog and I, I look at the guy i was like come on man and he looks at me like i'm an asshole like hey what, what do, you don't like dogs i know i don't like them i don't want them rushing towards me
0: right who knows, who knows what, what they're if, gonna do yeah yeah what if yeah. you had a small dog you know yeah, that, that, yeah. that was on a leash and the dog right. would run up and uh, attack you so yeah, anyway you know, fuck those that
1: happened he looked at me like i was the asshole.
0: The dog does, or the
1: guy? The, the owner. Mm-hmm. Right. The dog
0: owner. Yeah, fuck those people walking their dogs without leash. Yeah. Point.
1: So then, just today, I'm walking from work back to my car. And you know where the alumni house is on Willow? Yes. Okay. A lot of people go there. They take their dogs there because it's always closed and there's a big lawn mm-hmm, there. Right. And they play fetch with their dogs. Right, I've seen that. Okay. okay. <laughs> so anyway, I'm walking by there and this guy's playing fetch with his dog. And, you know, they have those, uh, like, metals, uh, kind of metal fencing there with the mm-hmm. slats and stuff. Right. So, he throws it too far, and the ball goes through the fence, and over right where I'm walking, uh-huh. the ball goes there. He goes, hey, man, can you help me out there? Because the dog can't get through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I look at the ball, and it's full of dog slobber.
0: Uh-huh. He didn't want to touch go, it.
1: I go, no, man. <laughs> it's fucking full of dog slobber. I'm not picking this up. He goes, oh, come on, man. It's like, no. Then he looks at me like I'm an asshole. <laughs> you know, I'm the asshole because yeah. he wants me to pick up this fucking tennis ball full of slobber.
0: Yeah, What's that about? No, it's not you, man. It's no, it's not else. me.
1: Exactly. No, no, no. So you Sometimes
0: know. it is you. In these cases, it's not you, though. Well, That's, no. Um, it's, yeah, yeah, no. You're, it's, you have clean hands. Yeah. This literally. Well, then if
1: I would have picked it up, I'm on my way to my car. It's not like I have a paper towel there right, or a right. faucet
0: what to do they wash my hands.
1: hands. Yeah. You know, so yeah. fuck all dog walkers, yeah. man. Pe-
0: people are nervous. Fuck
1: them, dog owners, pet people. Don't uh, need them. Uh,
0: well. I don't need them. Well, there's uh, there's levels to the game. There's some responsible you pet know? owners, and there's but
1: y- also there's there. big celebrity news since you've oh. been gone, Renee. Okay, news. Well, it's going really long. Okay, uh, uh, our, our good friend Robert De Niro, at the age of 79, is having like his eighth kid. I saw that 79 years old he's having his 8th kid with his like 4th wife or whatever who's about in her 40s and he's like 79 and also our good friend Al Pacino who's 83 years old
0: <laughs> okay just what they all need yeah is New having babies.
1: a baby with his 29 year old uh, girlfriend so they can be, a, they can be you know, 100
0: when the, when yeah, the child graduates yeah. from high school
1: so right, right. I just found out on the way here you yeah, got Pacino 81 De Niro 79 I just found out on the way here, uh, Barbara Streisand, who's 81, is having another kid. <laughs> so that's exciting news. These old celebrities, man, they can do it. <laughs> I
0: hadn't heard that one. Yeah, they, <laughs> well, that's fucking happening, that's, man. That's going to be a real, uh, a real yeah. miracle there for Barbara. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, good. Okay. What do they call her? Babs. M- Mazeltov. Babs to is her name. Yes, yeah. Mazeltov. To yeah. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Uh, so uh, expecting another child. She's a good kid. Oh yeah, yeah. We love yeah. Barbara. Big fans.
3: My my dad is in a in a movie with Robert De Niro. Oh yeah. Yeah, coming what's it, out. What's it called? It's um, Killers of the Purple oh, the, Moon. No,
1: Killers of the Flower Moon.
3: Of the Flower Moon.
1: Yeah, that was yeah. A, that was a big bestseller. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And it's 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 apparently really it's a heavy, heavy thing. It's about how. These Osage Indians in Nebraska, I think, mm. or Oklahoma, discovered oil on the reservation, mm. and then, then they were just all slaughtered by white men right. to get the oh, oil. Right, brother. Yeah, you know, and it's
3: also so your dad's in it. Does he get slaughtered? No, it, he was supposed to just have a couple lines as like a cameo, but then De
1: Niro showed up and they did tons of lines.
3: Right? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know, that, I know, I had a lot of fun meeting De Niro, but what happened was that uh. My dad's um, grandfather, great grandfather, uh, had this rifle with um, with notches on it for the outlaws that he killed from that town. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the mm. casting director heard about that and got excited about it. And then, oh, wow! And then he was part of the project. He's part of the history of. The yeah, area. it's a
1: it's a <laughs> it's a heavy story, man. Yeah, I it never is. read the book. I have because I don't like reading, um, but. Um, um, but I did You know I he- hear some things And stuff like that mm-hmm. And um, It's crazy going nuts okay, You know I'm
0: Looking forward to seeing That picture Yeah it comes come out. out
1: in October and, and, nice. and, and, you, and we're gonna And your dad gets a credit And everything And he's got a line or two uh, Yeah Cool Yeah Alright mm-hmm. uh, Well I got the, tons to talk about But if you want to move on We well, can move let's, on Well
0: let's, let's get our guest in here Because we're 25 minutes in 26 minutes in here So it's, uh, we can, uh, we'll we we'll have to Catch up next week <laughs> So, uh, yes, our guest. We've, uh, we've, we've been uh, dancing around with her on the schedule for, for a good long time. We first started approaching her over a year ago, but uh, we're persistent, if nothing else, here at the Trouble Men podcast. So uh, our, our guest is a uh, terrific singer, slide guitar player, songwriter. Uh, she, she grew up watching her father, the great uh, blues harmonica legend Charlie Musselwhite, uh, play festivals all around the world and... Uh, uh, practicing the blues uh he's a he's, he's a uh, foundational figure and uh and so layla has a, a a burgeoning career herself she's she's doing great work here around new orleans so without further ado the great miss
3: layla muscle white welcome layla <laughs> thank you renee <laughs>
1: what kind of name is muscle white is it's that surfer
3: old, <laughs> it's an old southern name it's an old southern name yeah the okay. Muscle Whites came over on the Mayflower or something. I don't oh, know. oh, okay, I go way back.
1: Okay, mm. They came on Plymouth Rock.
3: Yes, sir. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Muscle White. All right, I get it. Yeah. So, so Layla, you've been living in New Orleans for, for a, a number of years, but you haven't been here. You didn't, you're not from New Orleans. Where Where'd you uh, start off uh, your, your young life?
3: I grew up in, uh, in California in the, in, the, in the East Bay in the... Alameda,
1: uh, Berkeley. Richmond. Okay, the Richmond. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. My sister lives in Alameda Island right now. hmm Yeah, she's there.
0: Okay, so your father had, had come out of uh, Mississippi and, and, uh, and, and went gone went to Chicago. He went, to, to, Chicago and he went st- to
3: Chicago and played with, you know, everybody. Muddy and Helen Wolfe and everybody else. Everybody right. else. The whole, the whole Chicago scene
0: from the 60s the, the all through the 50s and 60s.
3: Stood around a microphone to make his first record, and and then it just went from there. And uh, um, then he brought it out, And kind of what is one establish
0: yeah. uh, very instrumental in establishing the the uh, the
3: Bay Area blues scene out there. Well, he found out that they that they paid musicians in California, uh-huh. and 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 uh, and once he found that out, and well, also. Also, got a load of those hippie chicks oh, yeah. on the West Coast. Right. That was enough for him. And the so cannabis. Mm, all the, all the good things. Yeah.
1: Good for him. Yeah, all that. He was into all that. So that's where he you met your mom?
3: Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. I didn't read the notes, but I'm just guessing.
3: Yeah, that's right. My mom's a hippie chick.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now, how many... Uh, Do you have a little bit of a hippie chick vibe to you?
3: Uh, I, I get it. I get it. I come by it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, right, right.
0: <laughs> so you,
1: you have siblings? Mm-mm. Just you?
3: Just me. I mean... I, Charlie and Mr. Charlie
1: just had you.
3: Da- dad dad you know had of. a wife before my mom. Oh, so I, okay. have a, I have a brother who I didn't go up with. But uh-huh. I did grow up as an only, and and did all that all that road dogging Well, that was as a tight kid.
0: tight little unit that you guys had together. So you spent a lot of time with your dad on the road, huh?
3: Uh, sure did. Yeah, and my mom, my mom's been his his manager, business manager for forty years. Okay. So she was always there, and they would do a thing. Um, they called it thrifting and drifting, where they'd roll into town, and he'd play the gig. And she'd go to the thrift store and buy vintage clothes, and uh, then they'd, you know, do the country, whatever their tour was, and get back home, and and then she would sell the vintage clothes in a little store in Point Richmond. So I started collecting early.
0: Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Well, I know yeah. you have a you, you have a very pronounced fashion style. It's uh, so all right. You, you, mother had an eye for it herself. Yeah,
3: I get it from her. Yeah. Although Dad was into into looking good too, you know. I mean, it's part of the blues thing is having, sure, having yeah, a the, look, right? Sure, have yeah, the, have the, <laughs> the blues vines. Yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> he, uh, I just did that that David Lindley tribute with Papa Molly during Jazz Fest. Right,
0: yeah, I played on that with earlier in the night. That's yeah, right, yeah, I saw you there. Yeah, mm-hmm. saw you
3: there. yeah and, and, and Dad told me he really was a huge fan of David Lindley. Mom too. And David told him, that he put the yes in polyester <laughs> <laughs> and dad gave him a bunch of blues shirts, polyester blues shirts that I'm sure, I'm okay. sure David treasured because dad had a lot of them. So yes, nice. Yeah. nice.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so you went to high school out there. So, but being kind of, uh, intermittently. <laughs> okay. So, well, well, when you, I had to, <laughs> you, you must've had, uh, uh pretty much uh carte blanche being uh charlie's daughter out there you go into a lot of clubs and stuff as a as a teenager were you also into into like punk rock and stuff or rock and roll besides the blues i I was
3: into i was into punk rock and 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 funk and stuff uh yeah i used to go see i used to go see primus play okay yeah that was great and uh yeah I, w- I was actually into punk, and now that you mentioned it, I loved it yeah well, yeah
0: almo- almost everybody that comes on this podcast was into punk rock at some point, <laughs> 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 no matter what they
3: do <laughs> well i don't know. I-, I mean how can you not be really sure sure it's music
0: sure it's mm. the uh the it's it's the license to do whatever you want once that's that's kind of what what it seems like people use it as once they get into that, it's like oh. There is no barrier for entrance mm-hmm. into anything artistic. You just have to start doing it.
3: Mm-hmm. That's how you do anything.
0: Right? Yeah. How long were you there in, in uh, San Francisco for? Did you, did you live there up until you came to New Orleans? Or
3: I uh, lived there for a while. Um, I went to Seattle and went to school. And I got into, there's like quite a early blues scene in Seattle. A bunch of guys who played 20s and 30s blues. And there was a... A guy named Bob West who had a who had a a record label and interviewed all the players that came through Seattle from the sixties to the nineties and I worked for him for a little bit on his houseboat okay. and that was really cool you know he introduced me to a bunch of really weird stuff, and these guys I was hanging out with were also playing that stuff and it was cool i I grew up with you know chicago blues um but I already had a real interest in, in, in like solo blues guitar because when I was 19, Dad put out this solo album. Right. And that was really influential for me. It made me really want to play do what he could do. That was uh, uh, in my
0: time. yeah, he comes back and does, does uh, introduces more of the uh, Mississippi Delta mm-hmm. kind of stuff on that record.
1: Yeah. So when did he put a guitar in your hands?
3: Well, it, wasn't it was then.
1: It had to be way before then. Right? It, you
3: know, um, it was right around then. I oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I always thought about it, and when I I remember when I was seven, I saw Bo Diddley playing, and he was doing Muddy's tune M A N, and I thought, well, what about W O M A N? I want to do that. And I always thought about it, but you know, um, the scene that we were in was all. It was all Chicago stuff, and I kind of knew that wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, So it really wasn't until, you know, because Dad always played guitar on the side. You know, it was private. Uh, And there was this guitar that he wanted. And Mom, who was his manager, said, well, you can have that guitar, but you got to put out an album of you playing it. And he said, all right. And and he did. And, And that really, you know, I... I kind of wanted to follow in his footsteps, but I didn't want to play harmonica, Mm -hmm. and I just knew I wasn't... Anyway, that was what really set me on fire, and then I started really... That was when my guitar love affair started. Okay. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, do you have also like a theater background or something? I read somewhere?
3: Mm. Yeah, that's what I was doing when I wasn't playing. uh, Yeah, I, I was into... Avant-garde theater, um, like the the, the weird Seattle? shit. Um, yeah, well the school I went to was a great school and I got to go to Poland and work with this trippy Avant-garde theater company. <laughs> yeah. That came down all the way during the 60s there was this, this, this director, Jersey Grotowski, who influenced yeah. everybody, mm-hmm. uh, and he, was, he wrote this book called Towards a Poor Theater, which was theater without the lights and the makeup and the costumes, just the actors and their faces and like what they could produce on stage, a really stripped down way of experiencing I did art.
1: Shakespeare in the Dark. <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of like that
3: <laughs> a little bit like that yeah. maybe not really like that but <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> thank you for thanks for for sharing um anyway i i i went to i went to poland and worked with this company and it was really killer and i was really into it um but well it's kind of a long story but i was gonna do this um i don't know i was thinking about a phd in a couple different areas and 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 this trip to Poland. Made me realize that actually I was going to not do any of that and I was going to do something very different. And uh, that's when I started focusing on music. Huh, okay. So you kind of got it out of your system in a way. That's exactly what happened. What happened was the Polish director was brilliant Uh and he was such an asshole. Uh (laughs) Yeah. And I thought to myself, I can't do that. I I can't have my whole livelihood be subject to somebody like that. Oh, but music now—that
0: now that's oh, yeah, I'm gonna say, come on. Yeah, there's you're,
3: plenty of assholes yeah, you're, music. You're, you're, There are, but they don't have their thumb on you. And and that was I didn't I just didn't want to work. I didn't want my life to be subject to somebody yeah, with the, else. With a the
0: theater company, it's uh, you have less independence as an actor. Yeah. You have to have someone hire you. You can't go out and just start acting on your own, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. that's what you mean. You don't that's have what a, I mean. the autonomy. That was it. Uh, but you also have kind of an entrepreneurial streak, right? Uh, you you have uh, <laughs> Involved in? You have a fashion line or something? (laughs) I don't know. I have to have to eke these things out. I have to intuit these things. Uh huh. You're doing a good job. Okay. (laughs) Am I correct?
3: (laughs) Um. You you are very you are you are adjacent. Okay. Yes. Yes. I do. I I did this thing. So I I left Seattle and I moved back to Sonoma County and I. Well, Sonoma County is the epicenter of herbalism and organic farming in the Mm. U.S. It's Mm -hmm. the number one organic produce anywhere. And I became an herbalist there, and uh, I started... I started making my own makeup because I looked into the ingredients in my lip gloss and it was filled with plastic and rubber and crap. And uh-huh. I thought, I'm not going to do this. And nobody else. So you started Burt's Bees, right? I started making my own stuff. Oh, uh, okay. I did. Well, what's and it I could, called? It's, it's called Savage Jenny.
1: And it's still around?
3: It's still around, you know. I got into Whole Foods and I did a whole bunch of California things and I thought I whole was gonna Whole
1: Foods is Whole Paycheck it you was
3: you
0: know well, it's a good yeah. place for them to carry your your uh, product
3: it oh. was very cool and uh, I was really happy about it and then three years in I made this line of uh BB cream face sunblock for all skin tones like white uh-huh. folks and black folks. Imagine okay. that. Everybody. Right, right. Shocking. And the whole Whoa. community came down on you. Well, yes. Yeah, I
1: bet, I bet, well, yeah. actually, yes. Yeah, yeah, they
3: they, did. They, the, the buyer... stupid buyers so they didn't want You weren't including any yellow people or purple people Well they didn't like it that I was including the yellow people and the purple people uh, They didn't want the stuff for people of of darker skin tones uh, So I I got out of Whole Foods right then That was right before they got sold to Amazon so it was good timing Okay And I had just been in New Orleans and I had fallen in love with the music culture down here and everything about it and I really wanted to move down here. Okay. But I had this business out there and I I uh, I thought, well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go play music. Fuck okay, all this. Okay, so, so 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 at each stage
0: it seems to uh, your 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 previous stage kinda winds itself up and uh, mm-hmm. p- puts
1: now are a you bow gigging in Seattle? <laughs> exactly. Are you nice. <laughs> gigging in Sonoma? Are you gigging in all these places? I was. Just solo or do you have a band?
3: Both. Okay. I did both. I, I'd, I, you know, I was at uh, Bonnaroo with Dad. I got on stage and sang with him, and I did some. I had some small projects, and but the thing was, the music I was playing, like I was really into fred mcdowell and mississippi hill country and all that guitar music uh-huh. that is on the one and is very trancy and cool and not your standard blues okay, progression getting back to poland for a second <laughs> no no um no, no. what
1: kind of performances did you, you do any like monologues can you remember any like script from any monologues you did or are you just trained I mean... What shows did you do?
3: I have a lot of stories from Poland, but I'm not sure I'm going to share them on this podcast, because don't you want to know about music?
1: Well, yeah, sure. Every <laughs> week it's about music on this
2: show. Oh, we'll see.
0: Well, you, know, see, um, you know, we, we want to get into all that <laughs> you and, and, and your your whole work we're, we're in, in the in the timeline. We're kind of right up into right up to where you're moving to New Orleans yeah, and, and launching this, this whole new chapter here. Yeah. But uh, you know, we usually take a little break right now because uh, we uh, we refresh our cocktails and Manny Manny knows all about the yeah Trouble and uh,
1: the troubled mm-hmm. nation. Um, uh, we'll be right back.
4: Personal won't let you have your fun. If your man gets personal, won't let you have your fun.
0: We're back Yes Back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet Yes I am Renee Coman. Yes you are Back with our guest Miss Layla Musselwhite Oh yeah Now Layla I know you're unfamiliar With the way this uh, This podcast operates But uh, I'm here to tell you That uh, we are a listener Supported operation uh, we, we don't have any direct sponsors uh, We only have the listeners and, and they have us And it's a, it's a two-way street and we're stuck We're stuck with each say, other exactly. Right, 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 right So, uh, you know, they're, now of course they can turn it off There is an off button on there But somehow they, they, they just keep pushing the on button So, so as long <laughs> as they're going to do that We're going to keep making these And uh, to that end, uh, uh, listeners, please uh, support the podcast We have the, uh, the, uh, the Venmo link, the PayPal link there. Uh, we have, have some, some people support us uh, week in and week out. Uh, once again, Rob Mailer. He's a, what a mensch, man. He's, uh, he, he, he always shows up for us every week. Uh, thanks to, uh, to Rob Mailer for his support. And we have a new, a new face, uh, Sarah Bizarro. I'm not sure if that's oh. her, her real last name, but uh, th- a shout out to Sarah Bizarro for, uh, oh. for uh, uh, jumping in for the first time, getting her feet wet. Getting our beak wet. Uh, so and we also have the, uh, the, uh, the T-shirts for sale, Trouble Men Podcast T-shirts. The link is right there in the show notes, along with the, the, uh, the, the Venmo and PayPal links there in the show notes. Uh, follow us on social media. Uh, rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to the podcast. Give us five stars. It costs you nothing. It helps us a lot. We still have our our old buddy uh, Brant Riders. Uh, Brant Ryder, yeah, got that uh, Great Escape uh, 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 baking company there. He's he's oh, he's it's uh, good.
1: CBD stuff. Yeah, he's
0: got the the Healing Dragon liniment. Oh, it's uh, Danny good stuff. Uh, Manny likes to put on his forehead and the, the back of his neck. I think.
1: Well, um, uh, my neck and my knees.
0: Knees. Okay, that's yeah. it. That's oh, it. You don't uh, want to
1: rub it in your eyes.
0: Though. No, no, keep it away from your eyes. I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, and, and your nose too. Away yeah. from all of your orifices. Um, uh, and we. Have the uh, the uh, troubled one five promo code if you want to use that he'll give you fifteen uh, percent off of and all free your uh, shipping, and I free shipping. Free too. shipping, I think that's that's yeah. true as well. Uh, but I want to um,
1: give a shout out uh, okay. to uh, to one of our uh, our, our listeners who uh, um, loves the show.
0: Okay, okay, and he
1: loves me. Okay, apparently he uh, he's the kind of guy who gets me. Sure, he gets what I'm trying to do. Right. For the past 200 or so shows we've been doing here, he understands and he feels my pain. Okay. He gets it. Mm -hmm. He finds the humor in everything I do. Okay. I just want to say Mike Donahue. Shout okay. out to Mike Donahue right. He gets it
0: Okay very. You know?
1: good. And if I could buy you a drink Come on down I'll buy you a drink And I'll piss in it for you Okay Okay. Alright All right. You know? all right.
0: It's, 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 I think he's probably All on board for that maybe. Yeah Okay All right. Mike Mike Donahue I guess I'll shoot a flare up uh, I got some dates coming up uh, Out there with uh, With Lynn Drury Up in uh, uh, Upstate New York And then with the Iguanas in July uh, Being the Midwest So uh, Check out that Iguanas.com For those dates in July, and uh, all right, enough of that. Back to our guest, Miss Layla Musselwhite Now, so Layla, uh, when we last left you uh, before the break, uh, you were just getting to New Orleans. You were you're kind of closing the door on your some of your previous ventures, and your your your. Throwing your 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 all of your effort behind uh, the uh, digging into Delta blues, Hill Country blues, uh, you know the the music of R.L. Burnside, the music of the the Kimbrows, Um and you you come to New Orleans. Uh, does it take you a while to start meeting some uh, some uh, kindred spirits? How does that go?
3: I mean, you know, I actually started going to sidebar pretty early on that. Awesome mid-city venue that, that Keith and right, Andy had.
0: Right, right across from uh, the courthouse <laughs> there. Yeah. Keith, Keith Magruder. That's yes, right. Shout that's out to right. Keith Magruder. Yeah, Keith.
3: And uh, that really was my my entry into the the New Orleans music scene because I got to see all, all the badass... All the badass mofos, a lot of experimental stuff oh, there. Oh man, a lot it was so jazz And uh, yeah, small
0: group stuff. Uh, well, and the Geraniums would play there occasionally. Yes, yeah, yeah.
3: Really phenomenal artists who were doing the work that they couldn't do at Snug Harbor or right some more celebrated, you know, <laughs> pe- yeah. pe- you, go, uh, pe- you go venue, and it was just amazing. I. I-, I- and I met, I met I met a bunch of guitar players there, and one of them was Jimmy Robinson. Okay. And, um, man, you know, he just blew me away and was really kind to me and invited me onto the New Orleans Guitar Festival, and then I met um, Brian Stoltz there and a bunch of other phenomenal players, and uh, it was just really exciting because uh, all these guys got what I was doing, and, you know, I, uh, Jimmy is all about open tunings, and... When I was in California, I was mostly playing on my own because it just wasn't the right scene for me, really. Yeah, they don't have that uh, affinity out there. I mean, I'm sure some people do, but I wasn't meeting them, uh-huh. and and most people wanted to play that 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 blues. You know, you know how you know how you play blues. Dun, 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 everyone knows dun, 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 how to do dun, dun, that, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right, and I'd be doing this interesting stuff, and they would just <laughs> slam that on top of it, and I was like, Yeah, no, I, I'm good, <laughs> thanks, uh, uh, but I, I I came down here and everybody just got it right away and uh that really was exciting and fun and so i started gigging in town and starting to meet people and and i don't know you know then the pandemic happened so that was a thing uh right right. you know but then i I started working on some of the robert johnson tunes i'd always wanted to learn and just Mm -hmm. just dug in deeper to like to weird old beautiful guitar music and um and, and 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 the last couple of years have been really awesome. And me and Jimmy just made an album together uh, earlier this year. Nice. Yeah, called American Primitive, and I'm um, really really proud of it. Um, and it's um, you know hi, yeah his his open tuning work and mine together um, w- was something that I knew was going to be cool. And we just went into my friend Daniel Perez, who's also my drummer in. Uh, Laila White and her Cosmic Gentleman, which is my electric band, right? which I love. Right. Uh, but this project with Jimmy was an acoustic project, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we we recorded it in two days and mixed it in two days, and it was very old school. We just went in and, and pressed play, and and something cool and organic came out the other end. And we're touring behind it and got a bunch of stuff coming up. Well,
0: you know, some those are some of the... the my favorite records to listen back to is the ones that you did very quickly mm-hmm. and you didn't, uh, you know, didn't squeeze the life out of them and you didn't, uh, mm-hmm. you know, shear off all the all the rough edges. Yeah. And and they, they, they
3: still sound fresh to you. Yeah, right like y- you can hear people making later. things cuz they were making something making in the decisions studios even right yeah. well yeah i mean right. we one of the tunes we just improvised right there and that's the take that's on the record and so you know it's it's that's a uh, it's invigorating uh, to, to to do something like that and and you know my, my dad's first record was like that in in chicago you know they just they made it in 3 hours and that was the big record for him and i don't know i just thought uh this is going to be i just want it to be exactly us and Mm -hmm. and 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 like what it is to hear us live and and that's what the record sounds like so and it's nice to have a a
0: small group project like that that you can go around and and do some of these kind of acoustic events and and you you don't have to bring a whole band
3: we're we're doing the big sky festival in montana in august and then we're doing the Legendary rhythm and blues cruise in October and um, oh, nice. Mexican Riviera together. And so, uh, you know, more dates are filling in. Like I'm, going to, I'm going to Atlanta. You, you and, and Jimmy are going me on. the Jimmy.
0: Blues Oh, good for you. Yeah.
3: I'm still trying to get on that.
0: Ah. I'll all these years later. Oh, right, well. well, good for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Renee I mean, loves cruises.
0: Ah, uh, you know. Well, I mean, why not? I love cruising. Food it's and, and
1: yeah, yeah. water. He and likes the Broadway cruises, if yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Hips or lips, baby. Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll Take your word for it. <laughs> this is just what I hear. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah.
1: Me things
0: yeah uh, uh, sometimes I, I talk. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, so you so you uh, you you have that group and uh, with you and jimmy but then you also have the the uh your cosmic gentleman group and that's that's a a band you've kind of been uh evolving uh -hmm. uh, lineup wise over the past few years and are you guys working on uh on material with that that band doing any recording with that band
3: we are yeah um Last summer, we went into Esplanade and worked with Misha and just laid down a couple a couple tracks. Uh, and it was a fabulous experience working with him. And it was kind of the beginning of our, of our album. And, and then we got a Threadhead grant. Thank you, uh-huh. Threadheads, uh, right. to, to finish the record. We're doing that this year. Nice. And, uh, you know, it was a busy spring. So um, we are now... Now I've got a really phenomenal um, producer who um, we're actually getting started... Well this week I believe okay. uh, um and um I'm working on on finishing that record, and I love these guys. Um, Daniel Perez, we started working together almost as soon as I got here, and then uh, Alex Malay on guitar joined us. Alex
0: Malay, he's a, he and I have played in you several know, bands together. A terrific guitar player, so a terrific, terrific guy, man so can fantastic. can do anything. Really uh, good-looking boy.
3: All that, all that. <laughs> now
1: you're writing all, all original stuff, lyrics and music. You're doing that.
3: Yeah, well, American Primitive is is all original. Except there's one tune of my dad's on there. And then I covered... a, a John Fahey is one of my inspirations as a yeah, as I an acoustic guitarist. Uh, okay. Well, he's just... Uh, he started a record company in the 50s called Tahoma that, that recorded Leo Kotke and brought him out. And it's sort of like the, I don't know, the open tuning guitar... Finger
0: picking. Yeah, th- all th- that.
3: Story, and I love yeah. that stuff. And so I did one of his tunes on this record and and... You know, and called it American primitive because John Fahey's take was that uh, the roots of roots music, whether it be folk or country or blues or soul, is uh, is, is 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 deep and, and old and uh, starts with someone picking a guitar on a on a back porch. And yeah, do and you know T Bone Burnett is? No, oh, of course. Yeah, He's a fantastic. Yeah, I producer. always
1: uh, when I think of T Bone Burnett, I always think of this guy with that hat. He's always wearing that hat, you know? (laughs) Uh And today on Jeopardy, there was a question, and the answer was T-Bone Burnett, and they showed a picture of him. And it was a picture of him as a child. How is anyone going to know what he looked like as a child? The category was music. (laughs) That's a tough question. You know? It was really crazy. I was just screaming at the TV for that. That is kind of weird. (laughs) It's kind of weird. It's like... T-Bone Burnett showed him like in a music studio He's like 15 or something well, like he, that well
0: he was he did start off really early like I think he was on that uh, Rolling Thunder review uh, uh, tour with, with Dylan when know. he was like 15 or 16 Yeah. okay well maybe that's what they a, were doing, but none of these contestants yeah, actually a, yeah. could uh, prodigy because you know,
1: no, no. T-Bone <laughs> Burnett you know him now as this big shot producer and, and he plays I with I mean uh,
0: who, who even knows what he looks like anyway yeah I mean, exactly you an average person walking exactly. to my mom but my mom I mean, could always T-Bone know Burnett out of a lot. picture I have of him
1: is when I saw him in L.A. once, and he yeah, he's always like had to, six
0: five or yeah, he's something. A huge yeah, huge guy yeah, yeah. with a hat, this
1: like uh, white brim hat and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, <laughs> It was a question on Jeopardy tonight. Oh, they're
0: I, r- running out of questions, man. They're really, yeah, <laughs> really
1: they're just, you know, getting so obscure. Ever since man. Alex died, it's gone downhill. Yeah. You know, it really has, Jeopardy, you know. Oh, wow. Well. They tried doing these celebrity Jeopardies and stuff, it just doesn't work. And they blew it when they didn't get me to host. Yeah. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. To replace Alex. They got that oh, well. Ken yeah. Jennings and mm. Mayak Bialik. Right, right, right. You mm. know.
0: So, Oh, well. They're, they're not getting the, uh, the Manny Chevrolet bump that yeah, they would have otherwise got. Yeah, and the and stuff Right, like right, that. right, right. Well, you know, Manny, speaking of, uh, of, of bumps, I, I was... You got st- some blow? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> you you wanna, got some heroin? Uh, uh, no, well, not right now. You got now. some crack? Uh, we'll talk about that later on. Um, but uh, Dave Clements here, our, our, our host here at, at uh, Snake and Jake's, was telling me that this was the biggest uh, month, last month was the biggest month in Snake and Jake's history. Of what business wise? Oh, <laughs> and, I, and I was biggest, really yeah the biggest. It's been uh, around for about forty years. Right, now. right. And, and I was just thinking last well, week was it? Yeah, you know, last month was the biggest month ever. I was thinking, well, this is the first full year that uh, that the Trouble Men podcast has been operating out of there. So you know, maybe it's a. Uh, Maybe it's all the attention we've brought to Snake and Jake's is putting him over the I line. Think
1: someone's cooking the books for Dave. Okay, I, well I don't maybe, see that at all. Maybe he's I mistaken. Mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I uh, think when he said bump, I think uh, it meant dump. Uh, basically, because this place
0: <laughs> is a dump, man. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, it's uh, it's quiet tonight, but uh, uh, this is uh, I guess right after the right after the big. Uh, Dave's
1: a good guy, exit. though, yes, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to our guest, <laughs> Miss Leila. Muscle White, so Layla, yeah, you've been paying a lot of dues. Um, you know, it's, it's, I'm sure your your father would tell you, you know, there's, a, you can't get anywhere in the music business without paying dues, right?
3: Oh yeah, I I, I witnessed that as a as a child on the road with right. the folks. I remember. Right, right. I, remember, I know. What's I know the thing? The Even when you're a
0: Charlie Muscle White and you're still a huge star, you still got, you still not done paying <laughs> you're dues. Still a musician in the <laughs> van. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we ran into Charlie one time. We were the Iguanas were playing uh, Reno Nevada. I don't know how I remember this, but uh, he was he was had been playing there the previous slot, and he was kind of on his way out. He was playing we, the slots? The, uh, he was he was pay, playing the the
1: oh the the earlier gig.
0: Yeah, uh, the previous uh, engagement there at the at the lounge that we were playing in, I guess, or whatever it was, and we said. Uh, Hey Charlie, how's it going? And he turns and he goes one four five, man, one four five. <laughs> we thought that was so <laughs> hilarious. It's like, you know, just the blues, man. Just 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 playing the blues. <laughs> we,
1: so uh, people who are not musicians out there, what the fuck does that mean? that uh, means four, the, the,
0: the the one chord, the four chord, and the five oh, chord. Okay. The, the the four yeah. chord changes in the, I in the blues. I thought that was
1: Keno numbers. Right, right, yeah. right.
0: Well, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe he was trying one, to tell four, us we should, we, should go, we should go go go. Uh, that That's when they but. still
1: had the cheap buffets too at those casinos, and yeah. apparently they're gone. The buffet in Vegas is gone, mm. in Reno, mm. Lake Tahoe. They're all gone. The buffets. The five, $5. ninety nine all you can eat. Mm. Back in the early eighties, it was two ninety nine all you eat. All you can eat. I used to go to Vegas a lot in the eighties. <laughs> It's all gone now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not
0: what it used to be.
1: Nah, it's all corporate now. It's all fucked up. This is corporate. like the mm-hmm.
0: like the, the ending monologue yeah. to uh, casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, but um, yeah.
1: <laughs> No, it's not. It's a great movie. It's my experience. <laughs> right, right. right? right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I used to go there in the seventies with my parents. You'd get dressed up to the nines because we'd go see Sammy Davis Jr., Don Frank, Rickles, Don Rickles, right, Frank Sinatra, right, 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 actually, yeah, yeah, the Rat Pack stuff, kind of stuff. Mm. It's all gone now because they're all dead, but yep. um, you know they're all dead now.
0: Yeah, well, we're still here, and and and, and we're here with uh, Ms. Layla Musselwhite White uh, <laughs> holding it down. So Layla, we're kind of on the the uh, the downslope, or wrapping up here. But uh, just mentioned, so so all this dues paying is 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 paying off for you. you 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 were booked in on uh, uh you you played the uh, crescent city blues festival this year yeah and then i saw uh just in may you played the uh the the juke joint fest there in clarks clarksdale
3: oh yeah that was a blast and your
0: dad was there as well as he it- was
3: he sat in with me and alex that's got to so be so cool,
0: cool. he's got to be so gratified to see his little girl out there uh you know it makes us all really. Happy. One four
1: five, baby. <laughs> One four five, baby. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Exactly. Tell him. Tell him I. I, I mentioned that. I repeat that to him. I will. Right? I will. And how
3: old is your father? He's gonna be eighty. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So he's, still out, he's mm-hmm. still out there. My mom too. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. still. Killing She's them. still thriving. I mean, she's still managing his music career and right. Okay, working, working. She's like moved up,
1: and she's going to the strip malls now, or to the to I the mean, malls? she's just she's uh, online doing everything now. She's 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 Probably working gotta, her tail
3: feather and, and off. And that's what Etsy you do show. when yeah, you do yeah. when, when right, you when right, you right. in the music business, don't you know?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <Right on>. Well, <laughs> I have
3: that's no how it idea. Is. Yeah, no, we had a blast. We had a blast in Clarksdale. And uh, and J- and Jazz Fest was also awesome. I sat in with Dad and sat in with Jimmy and, uh, and you did know. The David Lindley uh, tribute did David there. Lindley. And, and-, and you
0: were there with the whole band. You guys sounded terrific. I got a chance to... to- Tell you, you know how how uh, the the kind of presence that you had there fronting a band. I was really impressed. Thanks, Renee.
3: Yeah, I don't think it, you hadn't probably heard us before. It, been it's been a while.
0: I saw you play with the band way early on, but you know, at this yeah. stage in your career, you're 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 you know developing uh, at at uh, you know light speed.
3: So, you know, New Orleans is the perfect place for me. I'm yeah. really happy here, and I get to work with stellar, world class musicians every day and 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 I don't know I, uh, I I don't know why any musician wouldn't want to live here. Because uh, of best. the murder, probably. <laughs> well, but what's a murder? We reached murder? 100,
1: like just the what's other a day. a little
3: murder a between little friends? I mean, <laughs> you know.
1: Okay, until you get, get you shot. Somehow. Right, right, right. <laughs> we reached well, 100. I saw, world record pace I saw that. I saw that. for New Orleans. Oh. We had 100 murders. It's only June. Oh. We're going to go number one again. Three years in a row, baby. Oh, baby. Murder. Oh, baby. Murder. Oh, baby. murder. New it's Orleans? still
3: worth it. It's still worth is it. Is it? Man, yeah. Okay. I agree. It is. I agree. You
1: yeah. like to go outside, I guess. Yeah. Sure.
0: <laughs> all right, Layla. Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad we're able to finally make this happen. Me too. Uh I hope, hope it lived up to all of your expectations. Oh, far surpassed them. Actually. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to keep your expectations. They were up. low. They low. were low. Yeah, yeah I can <laughs> guarantee you they were
1: low. <laughs> You heard any of these broadcasts? You know.
0: <laughs> All right, Layla. Well, uh, 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 much continued success with your career. We'll be, uh, we'll be watching. Uh, you know, and, and uh, we'll, we'll have you back uh, here. We'll be watching, uh, your back, watching, watching your back too. I will be watching. Podcast. Yeah, Maybe.
1: better. In this fucking <laughs> and, town. And as
0: always on the Troubled Man podcast, we like to say, trouble never ends, but the struggle continues. Good
1: night. Good, Good night. night.
4: Tell you all the pretty things you you wanna hear.